Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With Super Bowl champ Kerry Davis, I'm Randy Carricker. The opening drive on 101 ESPN in St. Louis. And we go to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line, another Super Bowl champ that played fullback at Illinois. Howard Griffith from the Big Ten Network joins us now. Good morning, sir. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing this morning? Doing wonderful, Howard. That is like one of the best songs that I have ever heard in my life. I enjoy it every time it plays on these airways. I enjoy having a, a former Illini on with us as well. Howard, I, I have told uh, the good folks here at ESPN that uh, that the University of Illinois is essentially fullback you. They have yourself. You have Robert Holcomb. You have Jamil Cook me, and then Jason Davis. We, we are essentially former fullbacks that make it to the NFL and, and, and win Super Bowls as well. We, we've done an outstanding job at the University of Illinois. You know what? I'm glad you brought that up because I've <laughs> never thought about that. You know what? That, well, let's run with it. Let's get the shirts made. Today. Let's do it. <laughs> we'll ask you. And let's, hey, let's roll with that. that. That's who we are. That's what we do. <laughs> S- speaking of our, our great university, Howard, how, how well did you think of – what did you think about this season um, with them going 8-4, and four, losing a couple of tough games? Um, but what, what did you make of this season and, and how well it went? Showed the growth and the consistency. It really showed, you know, if you have the right people coaching these young people, you're going to be able to have success. And that's really what it comes down to, being able to put people in the best position they can to be able to succeed. Now, did they lose a couple of close ones? Absolutely. And that's a tough situation, but I think that's a part of the process of learning how to win and learning how to compete for championships because it just doesn't happen overnight. It's a process. And you look back at some of the games – the heartbreakers that they lost, you know, those were self-inflicted wounds. And those are things that I think the, the program had a chance to grow from and also had an opportunity to, you know, get better as the year went on. Howard Griffith, Big Ten Network, a former Illini fullback from now fullback you. It's, it's been dubbed <laughs> that officially here on 101 ESPN. Hey, uh, let's talk about the Big Ten. A couple of teams in the uh, college football playoff, and once again, the Big Ten shows themselves to be one of the, the two big powerhouse conferences. Uh, let's start with Michigan, though. Two-time champions now, back-to-back in the Big Ten. And I, I watched TCU play several times. I watched Michigan play a lot. I can't yeah. see, and I, I have respect for TCU, I just don't see how in a second half they stay with Michigan. You know what, I, I kind of feel that way as well, but I go back a few years when Wisconsin went out to the Rose Bowl and played TCU, and really I didn't have a good appreciation for what they did there, and I thought this was a, a gimmicky type of school, and now the, the system has changed a little bit, but I thought it was a gimmicky type of system that they're running. Those guys could play some football, and I was really impressed with what I saw because I like to watch the teams in pregame warm-up if I don't get a chance to stay in practice uh, that previous week, and I was really impressed with what they do. So I got a great deal of respect of what they're doing at TCU and what they have done and accomplished, 
So I think you're right. The way you look at them from a defensive standpoint, they're going to give up some rushing yards. And Michigan wants to run the ball and control the game uh, with the big fellas up front. So I, I think you're right. When you start to look at if the game is close, if they don't blow this thing wide open early, that in the second half, Michigan will be able to pull away and really control games as long as J.J. makes all the right decisions with the football and is able to hit some of those explosive plays down the field. Hey, Howard, what are your thoughts about uh, Georgia versus uh, Ohio, Ohio State? Ohio State able to get in uh, due to the USC loss. What do you think about their chances versus the the powerhouse that has been the Georgia Bulldogs all season? Yeah, physically, uh, <laughs> a, a dominating team. You know, really athletic offensive line. Defensive line, they can get after you. You know you, they can run. Uh, Stetson, it, 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 he's not that sexy quarterback. All he does is win, right? All mm-hmm. he does is find a way to put the ball in, in the hands of his playmakers, and he's cool under pressure. And, you know, you got to give him a lot of credit. But this is a situation, right, where you look at Ohio State the entire year, going back a year, when they lost to Michigan, uh, they had built themselves and prided themselves on being, being physical, being able to be dominant, and being able to control the football game. And to go against Michigan and not allow that to happen was, was shattering for them. And then you mentioned a week later they find themselves uh, in a situation where they can get back into the playoffs. Now they're playing a team that's built similar to Michigan when you talk about the physical offense and defensive line and the way they run. So this is an opportunity for this Ohio State team to maybe exercise a few demons just in the style of play uh, versus Georgia. But it's going to be a tough matchup. But Ohio State has the players on the outside to make things happen. They just have to be consistent to me in the run game and on defense, not giving up those explosive plays because we saw – when it truly counted, they weren't able to execute the big play. Howard, that's exactly where I was going to go. If Ohio State has a chance, it's Marvin Harrison Jr. versus that secondary, and and uh, Ringo for Georgia has had a had 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 not a great season. I think that's their best chance. C.J. Stroud mm-hmm. connecting with Marvin Harrison Jr. on the outside, who is an absolute stud. Is is that what you're seeing also? Yeah. I, first of all, I think Marvin Harrison Jr. and I, I first I'm first to say I've not seen every player in collegiate sports, football this year. Mm -hmm. But it's hard for me to believe that he is not one of the best five players in all of college uh, football. He is just that good. Uh, He's, to me, the best player in the Big Ten without question. Uh, And that's saying something when you're talking about a wide receiver. But the way he plays the game, as physical as he is, being 6'4", 210, 215, the way he comes in and out of breaks, catches the football at high points, it does all the things you want him to do. It's going to be important for them to find ways to get them the ball because they, they can do it. They're not going to be able to double-team them the whole game, nor is that what Georgia ultimately wants to do. But they're going to need to be able to run the ball with some consistency and be able to protect C.J. C.J. can make all the plays when he's, when he's comfortable in the pocket. they got to make sure that he's comfortable. But I, like, I do like their chances. It's an uphill battle. Nobody's going to give them much of a chance. But, man, I am hoping – for Ohio State, Michigan, and SoFi, man, that would be unbelievable. There's no telling what tickets would cost. Oh, no doubt. <laughs> Is there a more entitled and reactionary group of people than Ohio State fans when they when they lose to Michigan? <laughs> I think there are a few fan bases out there that are like that. Some might even be in the Big Ten. <laughs> Uh, and wear red and white, but that's that's a different discussion. But yeah, and you know, because it it, it really is. You you think about this. I mean, people are actually saying, "Well, you know, is is Ryan Day the right guy?" Right. <laughs> everything 
and, and it's both programs, right? Both programs are set up. It's, it's about winning the Big Ten and beating their rival. And you can ask some Michigan fans, hey, if you lost every game but you were able to beat your rival, you would have people on both sides of that rivalry talking about, yeah, we can lose every game as long as we don't lose to our rival. How ridiculous is that? <laughs> but that's, <laughs> right, right. That's, what, that, that, that's, that's why I asked the question. No doubt. <laughs> it's crazy. Hey, Howard. Crazy, but, you know, that's what it is. What are your thoughts on the, the, the playoff expansion? How much do you think that's going to help college football? Uh, and what are you looking forward to most about the expansion? Yeah, I think it's going to help college football immensely. I, I think it, the, what college football was getting to, it was getting to a point where it was really regionalized. And that's not at all what college sports is, is ultimately, I think, supposed to be about. And, and you, you had, you know, really the West Coast not involved. Uh, in the playoff, that's the way it was shaping out. Unfortunately, it kind of looks like it is that way again. And it was really just about the SEC. And people really thought the SEC, Clemson, uh, and, you know, the Big Ten would be the teams in Notre Dame every now and then would be the teams that would be there. But to me, to have so many fan bases uh, involved, 12 and 12 teams. Now, I don't in any way think that there are 12 teams that could win a national title that are good enough to win a t- national title. But to be able to have those fan bases involved, I think to be able to have – first-round games on campuses, to me, is huge. Teams are getting a buy, but being able to have that first-round buy on college campuses, I think is going to be something that, um, you know, obviously college towns and and those fan bases are going to have some some great opportunities to visit some great places, whether it's in the South, North, East, or West, uh, to be able to watch their teams compete. Hey, Howard, uh, back to the Big Ten real quick. The uh, UCLA Board of Regents decided to uh, agree to join the Big Ten. How important is that USC-UCLA uh, addition? Going, how much is that going to help the Big Ten going forward? It's going to be huge, right? And I think here's the reality. We're getting ready to go away from the East and West division. Mm-hmm. It's going to be one conference. Um, and and this is about really being able to you get your best two, three, four teams into the playoffs, right? But I think it also, you know, strengthens the Big Ten brand. Now you're really talking about east to west. Um, Yeah, there are going to be some challenges when it comes to travel, but I think they're going to ultimately be able to work some of those things out and work, uh, be able to make sure that the student-athletes aren't having more wear and tear on their body. And for me, it's really about, uh, let's let's call it the Olympic sports, right? Because those are are the sports that I think that are going to be most affected by the travel. But to be able to say that, you know, USC and UCLA are part of the Big Ten, it's it massive. And, and I think that's a huge move. And this is why you're seeing, you know, the SEC and the Big Ten conferences, they are going to be the premier conferences moving forward. And, and I don't think anyone's in position to, to even play catch-up. Howard Griffith, one last thing before we let you go. As an Illinois fullback, how much pride do you take in watching a guy like Kerry Davis line up in a Super Bowl and win a Super Bowl like you did and then find, follow your footsteps into media too? I mean, you guys are, are like the same guy except you're a few years ahead of him. Man, this is what happens, man. We just have to find our little way, right? We're used to carrying the football a lot and we have to figure out how we can make it to the next level and find our way. We just fit in where we get in, right? Indeed. That's what it comes down to. We just work hard, lunch pail guys, put our hands down and keep moving. But he's been doing an unbelievable job. Have enjoyed watching and following his career as he continues to blow up. So, you know, that fullback you, this is what we do. Fullback and media you. Let's go with that one. Yeah. And, and by the way, <laughs> you talked about touching the ball. Uh, do, do you recall anybody ever scoring eight touchdowns in a football game, Howard? Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, there, there was a there was a guy I once knew. Right? He, had, he had curly hair. He was young. I thought he was good looking, but I'm not really sure. Uh, but you know, it was one of those days way back. And I tell everybody, I, I wish I would have played the lottery that day as opposed to riding around on a scooter hanging out at camp. Uh, maybe I wouldn't be doing anything right now. <laughs> Howard, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate. it. We'll get you back on soon. I would love to. Have fun, guys. Take All care right. and enjoy the weekend. ILL. I and I. Howard Griffith, Super Bowl champ and uh, from the Big Ten Network on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged or Chris Howard. University of Michigan QB J.J. McCarthy makes bold predictions but doesn't fulfill them, and Ohio State kicker Noah Ruggles misses an opportunity to etch his name in Buckeye lore. Fans love their teams and the players. That is, until they don't. When it comes to finger-pointing, you'll find no greater antagonist than the fan. Why? Because it means more to them, or so they believe. As a former player, nothing angers me more than armchair charlies accusing the teams of overlooking opponents or blaming players for providing bulletin board material. But leading up to the game, the fan is the one talking the most, boasting the most. When the team is winning, it's a lot of we talk. But when the team loses, it turns into they lost. You will never know what those moments feel like because you didn't put in the work to earn those feelings from those moments. That's the great thing about being part of a team. You win as a team, you lose as a team. We cry, we console our brother, we don't point the finger, we go back to work, back to the early morning workouts, the hill sprints, back to the bloody noses and broken bones. Why? Because it really means more to us. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fixed. And don't forget BetOnline for NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. (laughs) Yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC.